Mom Training Podcast with Diana Ballard. All right. Hey ladies, welcome to the mom training podcast. We have such a treat for you today. We are going to be talking to Andrea and Beth and Camille who are the hosts of the podcast family looking up. These ladies are hilarious. Uh, their, their podcasts are so fun to listen to very informative. They have lots of really cool people that they interview and just, just have a really good jive to them with the three of them together. We're so excited to have them with us today and we're going to be learning from them these these are who i would consider a seasoned mom they have they have more kids than 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 a lot of us that are listening right now they have older kids they've they've been through things up and down and so we're going to learn from them today about a couple tips that that they they wish they would have known before motherhood or just something that they feel that they could share uh, with us today that would that would help us in our journey forward. So Andrea, Beth, and Camille, hey, welcome so much to the Hello. podcast. Hello. Hey, thanks for having us on. So fun to be here. Yeah, so excited. Okay, I would I would love to hear from from Andrea. Let's let's start with you and share a little bit about your family, like you know about your kids and and stuff like that, and then and then your tip that you would you would share with us. All right. Well, I am married to my husband Josh. And we've been married for, oh, shoot, I don't even remember. Probably the same as me, and I don't remember. five <laughs> years. It's amazing. Congratulations. You have to think, Bodell is 20, so how long did it take you to get pregnant and then go up from there? That's how I figure it out. Long enough, I can't remember. I think it's 23 years. But anyway, so that's embarrassing. Uh, we have four kids together, and my oldest is 20, and my youngest is 12. I have two girls and two boys, and I just love... I love all the stages. I used to think, oh, I'll be so sad when we're out of the toddler stage. And then I went to the elementary age and I thought, oh, this is great. And then we got into the teenage stage and I truly love the teenage stage too. So That's it's, awesome. they all have their challenges and they all have their benefits. Cool. I love that. Okay. So what, what's something that you would share? Like that maybe you wish you would have known or something that, that might help a mom that has like some younger kids that maybe haven't gone through those stages. Well, you know, I, when you told us that you want us to talk about this, I was thinking this is kind of a hard question. It should be easy, but I feel like a lot of times when people are looking for that advice, it's like that grandma advice that when you're a young mom and you are in the trenches and your kids, you go to a restaurant and they make a huge mess and you have a grandma come up to you and say, Oh, just enjoy it. You think, I don't want to hear that. I really don't want to hear that because right now yeah. this is really hard. So I had to really think about what advice I would want to hear if I were a young mom. And I think what I would say is just to remember you're the mom. So, and there's kind of two parts to that. So first of all, you're the mom, you're the best mom for your kids. That doesn't mean you're going to be like every other mom on the block. You're going to be different. And that's the way you're supposed to be for your kids. And you're going to get a lot of advice from your own mother, from maybe your mother-in-law, from your neighbors, from the, the grandma in the grocery store. And they probably give great advice, but just take it with a grain of salt and say, okay, that, that might be good advice that I want to listen to, or that may just not be the right advice for my current situation or for my kids. And that's okay. And I mother the way that I think is best for my kids. And it's okay to just say, I'm the mom and I have these kids for a reason. And so, so that's the first part of it. 
The second part is also to my kids. I'm the mom. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Preach. She's the mom. <laughs> Who's the mom here? I'm the mom. I'm the mom. <laughs> I'm the mom. And sometimes it's so sad to say, but I get scared of my own kids. Yeah, you do. Like yeah. there's things that I want to do. And I think, oh, shoot, like I really should take away those video games. But then they're going to tell me I'm bored all the time and I have to come up with something or I really need to sleep train. But then what do I do when they're crying and I can't get them to sleep? Or, you know, there's so many of these little stages and they happen all through, like, you know, starting with a baby with sleep training or, um, or, you know, as a teenager, I mentioned like taking away video games or, you know, or phones when you think that they have been abused or overused. And you're going to find so many different situations through motherhood. And I'm sure I have a lot more to come where I'm really fearful of what I really need to do. But my mother heart is telling me that this is what needs to happen. And so to just try to get rid of that fear and say, I'm the mom and this is what I think needs to happen and do what you need to do. And you know what? Generally, I find that it's just a little bit of pain for a light. Like, let's talk about sleep training. Oh let's my God. Talk about it. <laughs> We're all yawning. I mean, <laughs> you're exhausted. And I would always be so scared. I'm a proponent and I know not everyone agrees with this. I'm a proponent of at a certain age, having my kids cry to sleep. And it I doesn't matter so if people scared. agree. Cause you're the mom. That's yeah, true. Right? <laughs> or like taking away a pacifier. I'll mm -hmm. say that one. I was always so scared to take away a pacifier. Cause I thought, how am I going to get them to sleep? Or they're going to freak out or, you know, what am I going to do? And it's like one painful night. And that stage was done. And so I think there's just a lot of things like that where we're so scared of what might happen, but in the end, it's not as bad as we think we've built it up to such a big thing, but, but we know that we need to do something. And so I guess my advice is just remember you're the mom. That's a powerful yeah, thing. Own it. it. Yeah. That, that I, I don't know that what stands out to me is like from your two points is the first one for sure is like feeling that empowerment, feeling that like trust in yourself, I guess for both of them, trust in yourself that you know, I know what's right for my kids and, and I'm, I'm going to just have to make that decision and stick with it. Cause I think that's where a lot of mom guilt comes from mm -hmm. is from the 500 different pieces of advice for one subject that comes in, you know, so being able to realize, you know, I, I am capable of making my own decision and sticking to it and being okay with that and trusting it. So I love that. That's yeah. And really, I think we always have this fear, like, once I do this, I can never turn back. Like oh, if I yeah. decide that the new rule in our house is, you know, whatever it is, we're only going to watch TV for an hour the whole week. Like I can't go back. You know what? We can always change. We can say, all right, new rule. <laughs> I'm the mom. Exactly. We're going to change things up, but it's, there are very few things in life that are permanent. So we make mistakes, we own up to it and we just do the best we can. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think, I think that's so important to also realize you being the mom, you can be flexible. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, thank you so much. That was, that was absolutely wonderful. Um, yeah. And your family is beautiful. I, I love, you know, I was just looking at your website and all your guys' pictures of your family is like, you have such a beautiful families. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And so, okay, let's hear from Beth here. 
Uh, uh, so many things tell to tell me about you. Your, <laughs> your wisdom. Share your wisdom with uh, us. You know, we're going to need some time because <laughs> I know things. <laughs> These guys' kids are much older, but they seem to know so much less than me. So I feel bad for them, honestly. Beth herself but, can't even comprehend yeah. <laughs> all of her own knowledge. Half of my it's thoughts so are non comprehensible. <laughs> so I have five kids. My oldest is 12, and I have a two year old. He's going to turn three soon. I have four boys and a girl and my second is the girl and she truly in her soul believes she is the oldest. And, you know, we just let her, we just let it happen. Cause she's not wrong. She's basically the oldest. She's very good at taking care of everyone. So I have my five little kids. They are wild and crazy. And I am sad to say that I am starting to feel the feels of like, Oh, they grow up so fast. Why didn't I hold them more? All the things that like Andrea said, if a grandma said those to me three years ago, I was just like, stop, you know, nothing, you know, nothing about my life. Stop talking to me. I am so tired. And now it, it goes fast. So the thing with trying to give young moms advice is that it is so hard to see past where you are right now. And I don't think that is a bad thing at all. Like I'm not saying like moms need to see further ahead because you can't, it is impossible to see from where you are at right now. And so I think as moms that are a little more seasoned, I think we need to remember like those young moms are in such a hard time and they're feeling it. So let's just support them instead of trying to shove our advice down their throats. Wow. And, and it's just, cause I, I feel all those feelings and I would love to tell my little siblings like, Oh my goodness, just hold them and love them. But I know that's so annoying. So I just keep it to myself and I just hold them and love them for them. <laughs> so my first bit of advice, that wasn't my advice. Wow, yeah, I just said all that. So now much. you have, no, oh, I that see. was just a side note because I have so much wisdom. <laughs> my first and most important piece of wisdom, <laughs> young moms with babies in diapers. There is never a time. It is okay to keep a poopy diaper in your house. Amen. <laughs> like I have walked into three homes recently where they said, to, I walked in and I was like, whoa, is there poopy diapers in this house? They, oh yeah. And I'm like, do you put it in your garbage can? They're like, yeah. And I was like, this has to stop. <laughs> I realized that you have not left the house and you can't smell it, but the rest of the world can. Oh my gosh. So this is my first piece of advice. Throw the diaper outside. And if you can't take care of it right now, fine. Get it outside. Just put it outside. That's where filth belongs. And <laughs> that's That may seem foolish, but I'm telling you, you can't tell that it stinks sometimes, but the rest of us can. So do, do everyone a favor and throw it outside. Okay. Also not my real piece of advice. Now my real piece of advice. No, that really is a real piece of advice. That is a real piece that of is. advice. I just, I didn't realize that people thought that that was okay until very recently when I walked into some homes with babies. And That's I was not like, okay. But they were my family. So I could ask them up front, like what? what is that smell? Yeah. And they just thought it was fine. And so and now I'm seeing other people might think that. So I just want to clear it up. Okay. Not okay. <laughs> but here's the real piece of advice is that there really are no, there's no extremes in parenting or there's no place for extremes in parenting. So I think sometimes we start reading things and hearing things and we are on the way like breast is best and that's it. And I will not change from that. And that is what is right. And not just for you, but for everybody, for everybody. that is the way it is done. Yes. And I just don't think there's a spot in parenting for that. I think that you can do things that work 
great for your family that will work horrible for another family. And I think you can have a real hope and dream for what you can do for your child. And you might just have to change that. And if, you know, if we're taking the example of breastfeeding, let's go with the controversial one here. If you really want to breastfeed your baby and your baby is not getting enough food, then it is okay to feed them a bottle. And all the ideas and hopes that you had for that child might be really hard to like a hard pill to swallow, but in the end, your baby needs to be fed. And I think that we get caught up in, in these extreme ideas that it is the only way. And it, I will not deviate from that. And my child will take a nap every day at two o'clock and this will happen this way. And it doesn't help you be a better mom. It really is debilitating. And I think moms just need to give themselves a little more grace and take people's advice and read all the things and then decide what works for you. And maybe really try hard to do that thing that you just hoped and dreamed work. It doesn't work and it's okay. And I think you need to do that for yourself and also other moms, as you're watching how they parent, or you feeling the need to give advice, there's no room for extremes. It's just different with every kid, different for every mom. And it's going to change throughout even day by day. Little kids are changing so much. Something that worked amazing yesterday could totally flop today. And that doesn't mean anything. It just means it didn't work today. So I think that it's important for all of us. And even, I mean, it doesn't matter if your kid's 20 or two, it's these things don't always work the same way, or you need to change them. Sometimes we, sometimes we base our worth on that extreme idea that that is the mom that we are and it robs our joy it does. if it doesn't work that day or if if it doesn't work at all. Yep. And we put these like definitive numbers. Mm -hmm. Like, I think even like if it took me nine months to gain the baby weight, then it should not take more than nine months to lose the baby weight. I remember telling myself that over and over because I was having a hard time with my last one, but I was like, I have nine months. It's okay. It took nine months. I have nine months. Well, nine months came and went. And my fifth baby was not as easy to lose the weight as my other babies. And like, we just give ourselves these numbers and ideas that it's like, why, where did I even come up with that? Is that doctrine somewhere that I read? (laughs) Or I just made this thing up in my mind. And I was so stuck on this idea that then when nine months passed, I was, I was devastated. This is what's wrong with me. This is horrible. Blah, blah, blah. You well, know, and, and I just, we can't control. Absolutely. You know, like I just like, so I'm about to have, you know, my fourth baby. And so I, you know, I'm preparing for any type of birth because yeah. you know, at the beginning it was, I wanted all natural, you know, second, I had to have part induction. The third one, I chose to get an epidural and who knows what I'm going to do with this. Yeah. One, right? <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know, you know, and just, I think you're right. Like if we get so stuck in our extremes, then, yeah. you know, then, I mean, there's a lot of emotional and mental turmoil that can go in. Like if I'm going in fully expecting one thing, but say that there's something wrong and a C-section has to happen, or they're saying, Hey, you, you need to have you know, you're, you're going to need to have help to have this baby right now. You need to be induced or just, there's, there's things out of our control that if you're right, if we are extreme, if we're not able to be flexible mentally, physically, emotionally, whatever, then that can really lock us into a a box. Mm -hmm. And I think it takes a lot of practice and that's okay too. But like just saying like, Hey, this is what I want to have happen. I'd love to go have this baby. I'd love to do it naturally, but if not, well, 
we'll, we'll do it a different way. Right. Like, I just love that. Like the baby's if, coming out no matter what. Yeah. Like we'll it's see. coming right. out. And instead of just ruining your whole birthing experience with this idea, yeah, you don't even get to enjoy it when you're so stuck on that. Yeah. Just say like, the important thing is the baby being born. Like that's what, right. That's the end goal here is we want to hold that perfect little baby. And so if it comes out with a C-section or naturally or induced or whatever, the end goal is the same. And it's the same throughout all of parenting. Like, what is your end goal? Well, maybe I didn't get to it the way I wanted to, but now look at these kids that I, they're fun to hang out with. That's what I wanted. And we got there and they got jobs. We did it, you know? So yeah, yeah, that is my, that is all my wisdom. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's Uh, it. Don't ask me another question because I'm literally out. It's over. Love it. That's so funny. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing. And I will say with the, the poopy diaper thing, yeah, I definitely oh. learned that from the beginning and we have a dog now, so that can't be thrown right outside. But oh, she and, and she finds them and I won't tell you what she does with them, but she finds them. Uh, uh. <laughs> so we, yeah, I, but it goes straight out in the trash. I don't care. Okay. Going or whatever. No. Yeah. That's Good on you. You've, you've done it. <laughs> that's the only absolute, I think in parenting, breast bottle sleep Home not sleep nation whatever medicine natural but you throw that dang poopy diaper outside there is no excuse for that kind of behavior oh so true. right there with you. Awesome. thank you for that wisdom beth that was awesome yeah. okay camille tell me about your family uh and and some of your wisdom as well yeah i don't have much wisdom but I do have a lot of kids. So uh, I have six kids. We kind of almost had two families because all from the same parents, not like I'm remarried or anything, but we had four kids. So those are ages 20, 18, 16, 14. And then we had a big gap where we got to do the whole miscarriage and can't get pregnant thing for several years. And then we have an eight-year-old and a six-year-old. And so they simultaneously keep us young and wear us out. But the wearing out is much bigger than the keeping us young. Uh, but we, we love it. It's, it's an interesting dynamic to have uh, that many kids with that big of a spread because then you're doing teenagers and diapers, but then you give the poopy diaper to the teenager and tell them to get it outside. Oh, that is um, handy. So there are some pros yeah. to it. Um, but yeah, it's... It, it's a, it's a funny thing. I think through all of motherhood, you feel like you're almost having this out of body experience when you get to new stages. And so when you have, you know, a kid start to walk, you're like, Oh my gosh, it's actually happening. I'm here or potty train or start, start middle school or start high school or start driving. Um, all of them is this surprising adventure that you're actually there, you know, Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've got two kids who have left house, the house now of their own volition. They weren't imprisoned or anything, but, um, <laughs> the oldest is living in Italy on a mission for our church and he'll be home in just like 60 days wow. finally. And, um, the next one is in Hawaii going to college and she'll be home four days after him. So we're going to have a big summer of all six kids back at home again for the first time in a couple years. And oh, that's awesome. we're going to try to simultaneously have a great time. And I'm going to try not to lose my mind. That's, <laughs> Good luck. That's my end goal right yeah. there. That's, that's yeah. the end goal of motherhood. Isn't it is it? just yes. honestly try and try and hang on to your sanity, have fun, but not lose your mind. Yeah. Well, you're most likely going to lose your mind, but 
<laughs> to have fun. That's, that's have debatable. Fun. Just try and have fun. So I, I love my kids. It's a lot of fun. And I love being a mom. I don't love every minute yeah. because that's normal. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that that, that is part of my message that I wanted to share, which is, I think is, especially as a young mom, when we look at the mom we want to be, we see the perfect moms that we think are perfect. We see the moms that we think are doing everything and have the kids turn out great. And they're just crushing it according to our vision, but we're really comparing their outsides to our insides. And the truth is, is that when we really put all the moms up against each other, all of our efforts are our best, mostly. I mean, we all like really are trying hard, but it's not perfect and it's really messy and it's pretty mediocre because we're all human beings. Yeah. And some days we're just really tired and other days we don't feel great and other days we're really busy. And I think that's the biggest message is that there is this idea that we have to be perfect. And we say we understand that we don't, but we, we do not understand that really, I think, as, as moms, because we care so much about these kids. We don't want to screw it up, but we have to give ourselves some grace and understand that if we're trying, we are crushing it. That means crushing it. Trying means crushing it, not perfection, not what it looks like, you know, the sparkly life, but just trying you're crushing it. You're loving that kid. And that's what it's all about. Right. And I think that kind of connects with Andrea's point too, about that, you know, you're the mom and realizing that, you know, we can't, we can't always be like everybody else. And, yeah. and a lot of times we don't really want to be like, if we really yeah. thought about it, you know, and we see, you know, this person that, that looks really good on the outside that maybe is, you know, really fit and things, but maybe she struggles in another area that we just don't know. Right. It's just, there's, she does. That's yeah. the thing is, that, you yeah. know, she does struggle in another area. I think that's one of the great things about doing a podcast is that you get to talk to all different kinds of moms from all over the world. We've yeah. had a chance now to interview people from several different countries. Um, and you realize that there is this just humanity between all moms that we all want the same thing for our kids, which is the best. And we're all trying our hardest. It doesn't matter what country we're from, what religion we're from, what, what culture we're from. We all have the same goal. And I think we all struggle with this perfection syndrome and feeling like we're not enough, but we are enough. We are the mom for a reason. And as long as we're trying, we're succeeding. I love that. Totally agree with you. And I think, I think like, overall message from what all three of you talked about here is really about the empowerment of being a mom mm -hmm. because it's it's realizing that we have a choice we we don't have to be the black and white you know like between like extremes we have we have options we you know we don't have to be perfect it's it's really about loving ourselves and and feeling the worth that we have as a mother in, in whoever that we are, wherever that we're at in that moment, whatever, you know, we're, we're focusing on whatever we're, we are capable of in our own home, like that is enough. So I, yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I think our other underlining message always with all of that is 
one of our best tools to really believe that and live that is to also find the humor in all of it is we just always, you know, we get, we get so caught up in all this, like, we're just trying so hard and we're doing this and we're doing that and trying to be perfect. And we're also the mom and this, 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 this. And in the end, when, when the day's over, you've had great successes, you've had some big fails and you can just kind of laugh at like how hilarious this mom thing is. Cause it's so <laughs> hard. It's such a huge job. It's not just a little piddly. We have to bake cookies. It is a huge job. And if you can't find some fun and humor in it, then you're just really missing out on some of the greatest parts of being a mom. Mm -hmm. And you're also torturing yourself yeah. throughout the whole process of just taking it so seriously. We of course know it's the most important job in the world, but you can't take it so seriously all the time or you'll just go crazy. Right. And yes. so we always try to make sure throughout all of our podcasts and our interviews and anything we do that, I mean, we obviously love to laugh and like we really think laughter is just a key part of, of coping, coping. Yes. It's really a coping. Mechanism. Yes, it is very much. And it's just doesn't tiny babies up to grown people. You can always find something to laugh at and just take, take yourself a little less seriously. I agree. Totally agree. Well, and you guys, I've listened to multiple of your podcasts and they are really are funny. They, it, it, <laughs> you guys, Thanks. you guys do great together and it, being able to share that message and, and the humor and, um, yeah. So family looking up is their podcast. You definitely want to check them out. They are on Instagram as well. Um, at family looking up, right. Just that mm -hmm. family looking up. Yes. Um, so they, and they post stuff in their stories and on their pages there. So definitely if you've enjoyed hearing from these ladies, um, their, um, their fun and their humor and the three of them together, make sure that you're checking that out. And, uh, thank you ladies so much for sharing, sharing a couple tips with us and about your, your beautiful families. And, um, we've really enjoyed having you guys on here today. So thank you so yeah. much thank Diana. You for having us. This has been fun. Yeah. And we'll hope to connect with you guys again. And, uh, ladies, we'll see you next week on the mom training podcast.